Hello and welcome. I'm Eric. And I'm John. And this is the Wikipedia Chronicles. where we start with a random article, explore it, then follow the links and see where it takes us. And once again, it's time to check in with our graffiti articles to see if they've stood the test of time. So starting with Loopy for the band See Wu-Tang Clan. Still there. All right. Uh, Let's see. Next one is Benu State. Remember... This article was one where it seemed like there was a pretty active discussion going on. <laughs> so if it's still there, I'm going to be surprised and also disappointed in the people supplementing this page. It is there. Okay. Um, let's. Is there any way to see if there's like um, this view history is? Uh, I just want to see if there's anything revised since we've revised. Re- nope. I mean, there's really just that revision date down at the bottom, right? Um. Yeah, and I, I was just trying to see if there's maybe some way to see if anybody has checked the edits or something. Mm. But it doesn't look like there's any way to know if it's actually been reviewed or whatever. So, um, yeah, okay, so then Action Group Nigeria is the other one. So let's give that one a look. Is it here? It has stayed on there as well for the band to see Wu-Tang Clan. Hmm. So, all three of these, I think it's safe to say we'll have that as a permanent part of their fixture until something happens with any of these to warrant changing the article or updating it. And then somebody else comes along and says, uh, I don't know what that's doing there. Or maybe they just ignore it anyway. Maybe, maybe they like the Wu-Tang Clan. Maybe they think it's an okay thing. Well, maybe. What if it's viral marketing for their new album? What if you take that oh, away? Interesting. This one looks... Oh, do you have a Wikipedia username? I don't think I do. Okay, because... shouldn't. Why? Was there somebody with a Wikipedia username well, who has been on here? Uh, the most recent edit is by Noamcom on August 15th, but mm. I, somebody else has been editing this since us. August 2nd was a, just a, uh, an IP address. So that one might be you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I'm... Oh, wait, I guess I can always check on the actual edit and see which one. Because if somebody came by and edited this since then, then... Uh, somebody gracious enough to have a yeah. username. Yeah, somebody has edited this article since you 
put in the Wu Tang Clan tag. And All right. So it stood, at the, test, it stood the <laughs> test of time. At this point, it's pretty much cemented in there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's possible that people come along and have to update stuff, and they're just like, for the Bansi Wu Tang Clan, what is, what do they say about? Action Group Nigeria. Is there like a song of theirs, or is there maybe. Like an album? Maybe, like, maybe they out. just they maybe just there don't is know. An Action Group Nigeria song <laughs> with the Wu Tang Clan. Or like yeah, maybe they they just people Air that come the along the they just aren't sure. They're like ah, I'll just leave it. Maybe there is something to do with Wu Tang Clan that I just don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> so um, maybe they just leave it because Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to remove from your page. <laughs> <laughs> That could also be. Yeah. And I'm just going to go back and quick check Loopy. Um, no, we found out to, where to look for edits. Yeah. Okay. Loopy. Just. I mean, I, I feel like this is a page that won't get updated Probably hardly not. ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact that it hadn't been updated since, what, 20 like five years prior to us I don't think <laughs> I mean it's literally a list of three people so unless another loopy comes along um, I can't see this being edited it's only a couple soon. years till the next Olympics Eric <laughs> just you wait <laughs> yeah I was the last person to edit this one so yeah I, I doubt that one's going anywhere anytime soon so mm-hmm. yeah so we're, we're in good shape our uh, graffiti is Standing strong, and uh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we'll, yeah. s- we'll just keep going and seeing if anybody cares. I guess. Yeah. Maybe a few just other things start, will start branching out and tagging completely random things that couldn't be further from. Yeah. <laughs> like this article. I think this article, <laughs> both thematically and just stylistically is far from, from the Wu-Tang Clan. My article today where I'm starting out with is uh, uh, Blazer. Blazer? Yeah, like the uh, the suit jacket, which apparently that's what exactly what it is. It's a, it's a jacket resembling a suit jacket, oh. but it isn't one huh. because it's cut more casually. I don't know I... how you can tell <laughs> because you're still wearing a suit jacket. But... Yeah, that, that uh, seems strange to me. I don't know if i've ever looked at somebody's jacket and been like oh well, that's not a suit jacket that's, or that's definitely a suit jacket look at that guy slacking off <laughs> his his not you see suit how jacket. it's cut slightly different but aren't suit jackets also kind of cut different by different companies like i'm pretty sure they are like i, mean, I don't think I don't, there's a standard like know everybody does it this way for a suit and then everybody does it this way yeah. for a blazer I don't know. I'm not I sure what that's it. supposed to mean. Is that like a fabric choice thing? Like maybe you can do like really uh, weird be. fabric choices? That could be because I feel like a suit is definitely more uh, formal. Like a lot yeah. more. Like it has to be clean and, tied. It has like, to be like bla- black or blue. Blazers could be like flannel. It could be like corduroy. Cordu- yeah, yeah. It could be whatever. Like felt. You know. That's all true. sorts of materials. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they mean by it maybe like a blazer could be one where it looks like a suit jacket has like really big honking pockets on the front, oh, like around yeah. the belly area. Where that's on true. a suit jacket, you're not allowed to have that. It's gotta be that's gotta be devoid yeah. They, of they have like and, very thin lines for the yeah. pockets, and it's like 
They're not really yeah. there, almost. Yeah, and a blazer, it's like, you can, you can go all fun. out and have yeah. whatever you want. You have a little pouch. Yeah. And that's okay. That's fine. You um, know, to be honest, like if I, could, if I could have a blazer that had a pocket going all the way around, that would front be, to yeah. back, yeah. just one continuous, kind of like a reverse kangaroo pouch. I wonder if that's possible. Like, I, I wouldn't... I would actually want it to have like a continuous pouch, though. Like, yeah. It couldn't have any like seams attaching yeah. it to try to like hold it up. It would just have to be able to hold itself up somehow. <laughs> I don't care how. Make yeah. it happen. Like so you just reach in anywhere. You have all your stuff in various places. Yeah, yeah, that'd be Pretty great. Cool. I would love that. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, this is going to make things more confusing. A blazer is generally distinguished from a sports coat. Oh. As a more formal garment. And tailored from solid color fabrics. So maybe we've been talking about sport coats instead of blazers. Maybe. I, so this is an in-between. Yeah. And in any case, I think it's interesting because we're going into a whole other thing. We're going into fashion on this yeah, one. Yeah, we have, I, haven't really we touched have, fashion too terribly much. No, haven't had many opportunities. Hasn't come up. Uh-uh. Um, but before I uh, blaze through this entire <laughs> article... Uh, what do you have uh, on your end of things? Anything as warm and fuzzy as a blazer? Well, I have Sarthak Ranjan. Sounds pretty spicy. <laughs> and uh, no, it's not a character on Star Wars. It is uh, a cricketer from India. I actually saw people playing cricket the other day. Really? Yeah, like a like bunch in of real life. Yes, in real life. <laughs> like I was going through a. I was. I went to a park. Uh, uh, and I saw a cricket. I saw a bunch of people playing cricket there on a baseball field, like not on a cricket field, but oh. they they bought all the accoutrement and they had guess, like everything. Mm. And there was a bunch of people there. It was actually kind of an ethnically diverse crowd. It looked like there was some mm. like like some I think people it'd who have were to definitely be for from cricket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not I gonna think. find a bunch of white people. No, say, right, no, you <laughs> aren't. As it would turn out, not a bunch of American people are gonna show up and be yeah. like, I know this game. <laughs> Um, because as we experienced, it's a little more involved yeah. than your run-of-the-mill baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw people playing it, and I, I still don't. I, I watched it for a while. It's not something you just you got. You got to sit down and read yeah. to learn that thing. Like it, it needs an instruction manual. It really does. <laughs> I stood. I, I stood there and watched it for like 15 minutes while I had my dog at the park, and I was just like, uh, I don't know <laughs> what this is. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. So, so we. I, I mean, I hate to say it, but I think we gotta go Blazers just because. I think so. We don't yeah. want to touch this. We don't want to touch cricket. We don't want to go back to again. cricket. No. We no. we've tried cricket, and it's been it's been a disaster. Yeah. Okay. Just so you know, Eric, you're talking about Blazer, not the Chevrolet Blazer. <laughs> so make sure not to choose the Chevrolet Blazer. Okay. The Chevrolet Blazer is like the Chevrolet Suburban, except it's cut more casually. Ah, the the Chevrolet suit jacket. What's that one like? Mm. Is that a little the more? Envoy? Ah. Mm-hmm. No, the Chevy Equinox. <laughs> That's the uh, the sport jacket of the uh, Chevrolet SUV line. <laughs> you know, with these pictures, you could have fooled me because it looks very suit-like. They all look like suit jackets, man. That's what I'm saying. Like. We can try to justify this in our heads, but at the end of the day, suit jackets with buttons, suit jackets without buttons, suit jackets with pockets, suit jackets without pockets, they all play suit jackets. Yeah. Okay, so 
As for wearing a blazer, um, they can be worn with a variety of other clothes. So that's kind of part of what sets it apart from a suit jacket. Because the suit has to be right. Yeah, you're not going to wear a suit jacket with just a regular T-shirt or whatever. Like you're going to have. Yeah, it comes with a specific set of clothes that you have to wear with it. Um. But you can wear a blazer with a dress shirt like you would a suit, or uh, and you could do a necktie, or you could just do a polo shirt or regular plain old t-shirt. Um, they can you can wear any kind of pants. Like you could go trousers in various colors. Um, you could go cotton, linen, flannel. Um, could you even go with jeans? Hmm. It's all fair game with blazers. That's fair. Uh, so a fitted classically cut double-breasted navy blue blazer. Wow. <laughs> For being like the standard entry-level model, that's a lot of pre. That's a lot of adjectives. Uh, with navy-style buttons is a popular design and sometimes referred to as a reefer blazer. Interesting. I wonder why. Hmm. <laughs> Particularly in North America and the United Kingdom, it is now frequently used in business casual attire. Mm. Blazers in a wide range of colors are worn as part of school uniforms by many schools across the Commonwealth, which I assume they mean Britain. <laughs> There's more they than would, one Commonwealth Britain. <laughs> yeah. These are there are blazers in the traditional sense, single-breasted and often bright colors, uh, or with piping. Hmm. Hmm. Like plumbing? Or. <laughs> um, this style is also worn by some at boat clubs, such as those in Cambridge or Oxford, with the piped version used only on special occasions, such as a boat club dinner. In this case, the piping is in college colors, and college buttons are worn. This traditional style can be seen in many films set in the Edwardian Sea, such as Kind Hearts and Coronets. I don't know what any of that meant. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know many films set in the Edwardian era. What's I mean? I mean, what's a King Edward? <laughs> like I, I, I've heard of like every other kind of era. Mm-hmm. But Victorian, you, you yeah, like Elizabethan, yeah, like those pop up a lot in film. But I can't say that I've seen like a whole genre of film taking place in the Edwardian era. But you know, I don't know. So yeah, the blazer is part of the dress of a school, college, sports club, or armed service regimental association. Um, but it is normal for a badge to be sewn to the breast pocket. Hmm. In schools, the badge may vary according to the pupil's standing in the school. So either being a junior or a senior, or being a prefect, or having various different awards in some kind of academic or sports field. Mm-hmm. Um... And many regimental associations wear regimental blazers, which also sport a similar badge on the breast pocket, usually in the form of a wire badge, and sometimes also regimental blazer buttons. A wire badge? That seems a little intense. Yeah. 
In the British Army, officers do not normally wear badges on their blazers or button jackets. Two regimental blazers will rarely be the same as they are sourced from different civilian suppliers and are not issued by any authority. Odd for an army garment to not be <laughs> issued by any particular authority, but okay. Yeah. This results from the fact that the members of the association are no longer serving personnel, but civilians. Ah, though mm. still retaining the bond that the badge represents. The standard color is navy blue, although in some associations, different colors are worn, such as rifle green for associations of rifle regiments. Blazers once commonly worn playing or attending traditional gentlemen's sports persist in only games and only some games now such as occasionally used by tennis players or in cricket uh, cricket mm-hmm. always finds a way to weasel in apparently tennis players and cricket players can wear these things in professional matches international test matches and it's customary for the captain to wear a blazer with the team's logo or national coat of arms on the breast pocket, at least during the coin toss at the beginning of, the, of a cricket match. <laughs> and two sporting events where blazers sig- signify victory are the Congressional Cup Regatta at the Long Beach Yacht Club and the Masters Golf Tournament held in Augusta, Georgia. The former event awards a crimson blazer to the winner of the of several flights of match race sailing of the highest international caliber while the latter awards a green blazer to the top Masters golfer in the USA. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess... The, yeah, Happy yeah, Gilmore. The, the green blazer, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really think about that, but... Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else are you... You're not going to wear a green suit. You'd look right. audacious. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't do that. There's a nice picture of a seersucker blazer to the right there. Typically worn to a boat race. <laughs> Because that just seems like that's where this thing kind of started. It really did yeah, start with Yeah, they do uh, mention a lot of boats. In well, I mean, it started with the Lady Margaret Boat Club in 1825, uh, the Rowing Club of St. John's College in Cambridge. The Lady Margaret Club jackets were called blazers because they were made of bright red cloth. Mm. And the team survived, the term survived the original red coat. So... Well, it was meant to allude to the color of a specific team's, like, jackets, basically. I guess, yeah, it did. It does seem like, uh, I don't know if it was specific to the Simpsons episode or if it's just a general thing, but they have the, uh, uh, Marge goes to work at the, um, realtor, and mm-hmm. she's selling houses, and they give her a red blazer to, mm-hmm. you know... Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like a realtor thing that happens or if that was specifically for the episode, but it's, um, that could, it's, I mean, that calls it, back to this red blazer kind of thing. Yeah. I think it's actually, they're trying to be like proper about it in some way, though. I don't know. I mean, they all did. A lot of those writers did go to Harvard, so it would make sense. They, probably, they would yeah. probably know a lot of the mm-hmm. history of stuff. And probably would have been inducted in some blazer stuff during their days right. in school as well. So the blazer. Just kind of a suit jacket that wandered off and decided to do its own thing. <laughs> is basically what I'm gathering here. Yeah. Like it's pretty much people are like, uh, we don't wanna have to wear the rest of the suit all the time. But we still want to look official ish. Yeah. Just not like the whole way. <laughs> 
Just at the parts you have to look at. Right. Not on the, like, <laughs> nobody's really, like, looking at your kneecaps during a business transaction. Yep. So, like, you know, you're going to the bank, spending <laughs> money with a teller over a counter, beyond the line of vision. You don't see each other anyway, so. Yep. I just want to wear jeans. Yeah. Why not? Why can't <laughs> I be comfortable? I wish they would kind of go more into the differences between the suit, the blazer, and the sport coat. Because I get that, like, probably a suit is made of higher caliber fabric. Yeah, or... Or something. Like, it's tailored more to the person, and blazers are cut, like, just kind of generally. Right. For everybody to be able to throw on. Which kind of makes them less special, but... (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'd be interested in going to... Sport coat. Yeah, let's go to sport coat. I feel like that'll help us figure out what exactly is actually different here. Yeah, because I can't imagine there's too much different between a blazer and a sport coat. They sound like one of them you actually play sports in. Hopefully the sport coat also does that because it's not the sport coat as far as I know. Well, maybe the sport coat is what you play the sports in. Mm. Blazer is what you get for playing the sport well. And then suit coat is what you wear to the special events When you're retired or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's all related to sports. It's all sports stuff, guys. It's all team sports. So, yeah, a sports coat, or sports coat, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, also called a sports jacket, less e- commonly known as a sport coat. What? <laughs> okay, all right. Is <laughs> a jacket for men. No could women be allowed. For, could be for women. <laughs> it's really just a jacket. The blazer was apparently for women, but... It, it was. I guess, it had a whole section in there know, being like, women like this now. I don't know why a sport coat jacket would be any different i actually don't see many differences here exactly the same thing um this is a similar cut and length to a suit jacket but a sport coat is less formal and is designed to be worn on its own without matching trousers kind of like the blazer Styles, fabrics, colors, and patterns are more varied than in most suits. Sturdier and thicker fabrics are commonly used, such as corduroy, suede, denim, leather, and tweed. Like oh. we mentioned already. Okay, so... Musings. Yeah. So our musings were more alluding to that of the sport coat. Yeah. In that the sport coat can have the heavier fabrics, and then the blazers are, like, specifically, they're lighter fabrics, I guess. Mm. They're, like, lighter weight anyway, and then they're just different colors, so they're fun. Right. But, um, the... Yeah, so maybe, yeah, the blazer kind of has, like, a more outlandish kind of look sometimes. Because it's supposed to be, like, the jersey almost. It was, like, the uh, yeah. predecessor to the team jersey, it like, seems like. Because yeah. you wore your team colors, your college colors, whatever they were, no matter mm. how crazy looking it would have been <laughs> to wear, like, you know, red and a blue or yellow red. and green. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I can't imagine suits at that time being super colorful because they're right. mostly navy blue and or dark blue or black or you i know. feel like it would have been really hard to make suits beyond a certain point in history of like really vibrant colors yeah. you know like even a blazer must have been like a really special thing mm-hmm. for really special occasions because i mean making everything 
some colors were pretty hard to, to <laughs> come by in in fabric form. Yeah. Um. So, but originally, as for his sport coat, they were worn as casual attire for watching outdoor sports. And with oh. time, they came to be used on more formal occasions, sometimes being used in school uniforms, kind of like the blazer. Mm. Um, so there's a shooting jacket, which is a type of sports coat. And as the name suggests, it was originally used in shooting or hunting. And it usually comes with a leather patch on the front shoulder to prevent recoil wear from the butt of a shotgun or rifle. Is that what those are for? I mean, I've seen them, but I didn't realize that, like, that was what that style was about. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if I've actually seen one of those. I might have, but... Now I'm scared of who I remember seeing and wearing (laughs) them. Uh, what were they doing after church? I'm going to have to look it up. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I see. That, that weird patch just on one mm-hmm. shoulder, yep. yeah. I think I have seen those before. Um, yeah, and so then there's also a hacking jacket, hmm. which is a wool sports jacket for casual riding, often of tweed and traditionally three buttoned with a single vent wait so is it tweed or wool or is it both yes <laughs> what is tweed if it's if it is wool it's spun wool uh-huh. it's not like you know how sometimes you get like a pea coat mm-hmm. or something and the wool is just kind of like black and it's just like it's just like a nice like felty it's like felted mm-hmm. wool Tweed is the it's wool just spun into those little like string into little strands so that you can get that cool like colored effect because uh, it's like different colors of yarn or wool like being gotcha. really finely spun and then interlaced. Mm-hmm. Have a tweed jacket at home. Gotcha. I read up about it <laughs> on Wikipedia. Coincidental. Ah. And here we get a blazer is similar to a sports coat and is tailored from solid colors or striped fabrics. Hmm. Blazers are often made with metal buttons reflecting their origins in the British Navy and the sport of boating, though this is not necessarily a defining feature. Blazers also often have patch pockets, unlike other kinds of coats. Okay, so the blazer is just more... Solid colors and has metal buttons and has a patch pocket. So if you have, I guess, two pockets in the front, boom, done. Blazer. Right. You have just normal. I'm a guy, and I have to have a pocket on the left side of my chest at all times, regardless of what's on top of my shirt, whether it be my shirt or my jacket or my mm-hmm. vest. There will always be a pocket here. Mm-hmm. Nobody's told me why. I have never <laughs> used them. Yet they persist in existing. That that pocket, that pocket's normal. But as soon mm-hmm. as you have one on your right side, you know something's up. You know mm-hmm. blazer. I guess so. That's the only thing I can figure. Like that's that and metal buttons. <laughs> let me let me bounce over to patch pocket. Well, that's not very helpful. Hmm. Nope. <laughs> patch pocket just takes you to 
regular pocket. old pocket, and it just shows you a picture of pockets that look all identical. So, so that's uh, not useful. <laughs> Let me see if we go outside of Wikipedia for just a moment and do blazer or difference between blazer and sports coat. Ah, here we go. There's a website called Art of Manliness. Ah, uh, I like this website. Article about sports jackets versus blazers versus suits jackets. What is the difference? Okay. Are all of them pictured in the photo above? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Um, That's not helpful. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, let's see. Suit jacket styles, blazer jacket styles, and common sport jacket styles. Unfortunately, they all look the same. <laughs> they really do. Uh, like, I mean, they have the same pockets. They have the same cuts to them. Like, the only difference is that actually, there's really not really any of a difference, is there? Like, no, it's, like they sport coats, you get one button. Seems like you get to do one button. Three button holes, one button, you actually get the button. And then everything else is you can do one button, one button, or a whole mess of buttons. <laughs> like it yeah, it just the only difference is the blazer and the suit jacket just have one option with more buttons. Yep. That's literally the only difference. They all have the same exact pocket orientations and the collars are all the same. I was assuming maybe the collars would be different in different ones. Uh, I guess maybe one of the blazer styles, the one with the stripes there. It doesn't look like, like the suit it looks like the suit jackets hug your like torso more. Like looks like they curve in more, but maybe I'm just making stuff up because I don't know what else to look like. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Um Let's check the shoulders. Maybe the suit jacket, the shoulders are up a little bit more of a straight angle. Yeah. Um, It's a little, like, everything on the suit jacket is a little sharper, I guess, is the best way to... Yeah, the blazer, the shoulder looks like it would probably more naturally hug your shoulder a little. Mm -hmm. Um, And the sport jacket... The shoulders are a little more rounded, I guess. Like, the blazer still has kind of like a sharp corner between where the shoulder meets the neck. Um, or, like, the shoulder and the arm seam is. But in the sport jacket, it's just kind of rounded. It looks a lot more casual. I feel like I feel like I'm in one of those cartoons where I'm, like, sitting at the fancy table and, like, the butler's sitting <laughs> beside me and... And tis- tisking me for picking up the wrong fork at this point in the meal or something. <laughs> like, I just don't see the difference, guys. Yeah. You yeah. can give me pictures until the cow comes home. The cows come home. Like, so what? As soon as you get a little wild with the coloring, suddenly it's a blazer. <laughs> and then, other than that, it really doesn't really that. It, it, there's no. There's no difference. And according to this. There are actually more suit fabric types than blazer fabric types. So, 
Which doesn't make sense, because Blazers seem to open up the whole <laughs> kit and caboodle. Yep. For... And there's also more suit colors than blazer colors. So... Um... Well, that's boring. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I'm tired I, of this. I, <laughs> we got to find a way out of this, Eric. I'm I, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let's find. Uh, I don't know. Maybe can we go to like fabrics? Maybe just tweed. Get, get out. Go of, do some tweed. Yeah, maybe tweed is the way to go. Or maybe leather. Leather could be cool. Leather's probably got like a storied and ancient history to it. Oh yeah, like the first person yeah. to be like, hey, you know what? If I killed this cow and I skinned it, and, I was and then I hung this anyway. up, yeah, like I dried like, it out. Yeah, <laughs> like that's gotta be that's gotta be a pretty cool story, right? What's the earliest evidence of humans being smart enough to, like, not eat everything? <laughs> All right, well, let's give leather a shot, then. Let's... All right. Skip over this sport coat nonsense. It is nonsense, indeed. I feel like this is just, like, upper-class people trying to make a big deal about things. Right? Just like, like, just like wine... Yep. Where it's like, it all tastes the it's same. It's just, if, is it red or white? Because then there's a difference. Other yeah. than that, you're wrong. Red or white is the only difference, and the rest of it, nobody can tell. Yeah. Like, if you, oh, this Chardonnay is from 1850. This Chardonnay is from today. Okay. All right. They, they taste tastes, like Chardonnay. Yeah. They taste like a white wine. Thank you, though. Yep. I, I won't say that, like, wines aren't different between, like, you know. Like your your cab sabs and your sweet red wines and stuff like right, that. But yeah, like, some of them are sweeter. When some, you're talking about but, like expensive versus right. cheap, it's just kind of like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. Once you take grapes and you ferment them, it's going to be. It's going to produce that. the same. Yeah. yeah. You take Pinot Noir grapes and you make them into a wine. If you did it 200 years ago, it's probably going to be astoundingly <laughs> similar to the ones that you have today. At some point, it stops changing. Yeah, there's, and I think we've cultivated it to like the point where it doesn't change anymore. Right. So let's see about let hair. All right. So obviously, this is a durable and flexible fabric uh, or material created by tanning animal rawhide and skin, often cattle hide. Um, so, I mean, you know what they make leather into. We've got books, we got clothing, we got pretty much anything mm -hmm. that can be leatherized is leatherized. Uh, we got a whole bunch of different types or forms of leather. There's chrome tanned leather, which was invented in 1858 using chromium sulfate and it is more supple and pliable than vegetable tanned leather and does not discolor or lose shape as drastically in water as vegetable tanned. Hmm. I don't know what vegetable tanned is, but I'm sure we will learn in the next entry. Yes, we will. Um, vegetable tanned is used... Um, they use uh, ingredients found in different vegetable matter, such as tree bark, prepared in bark mills, wood, leaves, fruits, and roots. I don't know if I would call bark and wood and leaves vegetable, but 
or fruits for that matter. They are, in fact, (laughs) the exact opposite. Um, All of those things, not so much vegetable, but I guess... You got to make compromises. Some they're talking about plants. Just, yeah, they just wanted a fancy name for plants. I guess plant tanned. There you go. <laughs> Fixed it for you. That's what you meant to say. <laughs> but uh, this is your supple brown in color, and um, the exact shade depends on the mix of chemicals and the color of the skin. And it is the only form of leather suitable for use in leather carving or stamping. Hmm. Vegetable tanned leather is not stable in water. So this is the one that just completely gets ruined when it gets wet. Yep. Um, and it just tends to discolor as well. So, um, and it shrinks down, gets harder. Yep. And useless. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, this is pretty much your beef jerky of leather. Yep. Um... We got aldehyde tanned leather, which is tanned using gluta, gluteral, gluteraldehyde hmm. or ox, oxazolidine compounds. Uh, this leather is uh, the one that most tanners refer to as wet white leather due to its pale cream or white color. And it is the main type of chrome-free leather often seen in shoes for infants and automobiles. Is that shoes for automobiles or just used in automobiles in general? Shoes for infants and automobiles and nothing in between. <laughs> no no other shoes. Yep. Just, just shoes for babies <laughs> and shoes for cars. That's all. I don't know. They, they went very specific with this. I gotta get my car shoes on soon. It's getting to be that time of year, you know? Yep. Yep, gotta get those car shoes. What? <laughs> so yeah, that's your pale leather. Um, we got formaldehyde tanned. Uh, I bet you can guess what they use to tan this stuff. Um, but it's being formed out due to the dangers of to workers and sensitivity of many people to formaldehyde. Uh, I mean, the stuff that they use to preserve dead people... Is something that is bad for (laughs) alive ones? Maybe. (laughs) So then there's also brain tanned, which uh, Uh, this should be interesting. um. (laughs) Made by a labor-intensive process that uses emulsified oils, often those of animal brains, such as deer, cattle, and buffaloes. They are known for their exceptional softness and washability. They can be washed? So this is probably what people did. I mean, if you didn't, uh, if you don't want to eat brains cow brains, right out of the, yeah, just scoop them out, smush them onto the skin. I mean, if you're, yeah, you're gonna kill the cow. You eat all the good meat, you know, and then you're like, all right, well, I have the rest of this thing. Might as well use the skin to keep myself warm, and I'll use the brains to waterproof it. Yeah, like if I can do that, that's great. Then I use these bones as like clubs to keep other people away from my stuff. Yeah. And there we go. Human yeah. civilization. <laughs> Killed one animal to do it. Done. <laughs> one animal goes a long way. It really does if you do it right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're desperate enough. <laughs> you get creative. Well, yeah, I didn't know that they uh, used mushed up brains to tan leather. Mm-hmm. That one is news to me. 
We also got chamois or camoy leather, uh, which also falls into the category of aldehyde, which I guess, is aldehyde a form of formaldehyde? Or is that like... I don't know. Maybe it's like a lesser formaldehyde because it just seems less formal. So this one actually produces a porous and highly water absorbent leather like brain tanning. Oh, chamois. It is made. (laughs) This is the sham wow of leathers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Camoy leather is made using marine oils, traditionally cod oil, that oxidize easily to produce the aldehydes that tan the leather to color it. Yeah, we had a we had a chamois. A chamois leather like thing is like really cool because it was it was always my favorite thing to play with when mm. I was a kid, and we went to go wash the car uh, because what it does is it was like really effective at wiping all the very fine mist mm. off and like leaving the car super shiny. Right. Behind. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Hmm. It's also really soft, very soft leather. Yeah. So there's rose tan leather, variation of vegetable oil tanning and brain tanning, where pure rose auto replaces the vegetable oil and emulsified oils rose tanned leather tan well hold on what rose tanned leather tanned (laughs) okay that wasn't me that was them you know what I think for this article we're gonna have to take that out put in Wu-Tang Clan (laughs) rose tanned leather tan Wu-Tang Clan needs a powerful rose fragrance man even years from when it is manufactured it has been called the most valuable leather what? on earth. But this is mostly due to the high cost of Rose Auto and its labor-intensive tanning process. So, Rose, I- I've actually been told this um, before, that rose oil is just exceptionally expensive. You have to have, like, mm. fields upon fields upon fields of roses to make uh, just, like, ounces of rose oil. Like, and you roses have, are pretty expensive. As they are, like, just by themselves. Right. Yeah. So you can imagine that, like... To get the oil... Yeah. It's a lot. It's more money than there, you should yeah, pay there, for it. There's oil. not a whole lot of uh, rose in one rose. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the oily part. So. Yeah. I want to look up one of these rose oil leathers just to see what it looks like. I want to see what it's like to buy one on Amazon. Rose tanned leather. Oh, I can't even buy it there. Hmm. I'm getting a lot of phone cases. That can't be right. Got rose. Okay, let me just Google this instead. Rose tanned leather. Ooh, that one looks cool. To buy. Well, I don't think Google, even Google doesn't seem to know what it is, because every time I look up rose tanned leather, it gives me leather with roses on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yep, I don't know if we're going to get a good picture of this. I got some tanned got some rose tan synthetic oh yeah (laughs) well (laughs) alibaba almost helped me nope that's just a leather thing by a company with rose in the name all right well i guess we're not gonna figure this one out not going to find it or see it (laughs) it's so rare the internet cannot find it for us (laughs) And maybe to put into perspective why, I can do so by way of looking up rose oil. Rose oil, 
Oro's auto. It is the same thing. Starts at 45.95 American dollars for 10 milliliters. <laughs> That's uh now I don't know how to put that into perspective further, but have you ever seen several drops of water? <laughs> That's 10 milliliters. <laughs> and by the way, that $45 price point is marked down from $109. Ooh. So, I mean, <laughs> there are other there are other ones on there, but I don't really know if I believe them that they're 100% natural. Mm. Rose oil because I've just seen it. I've just seen it too many places that yeah. it just takes so many roses to make this oil. Any case, synthetic tanned leather is tanned using aromatic polymers such as the Novalac or Neridol types. Syntans contraction for synthetic tannins. Uh, this leather is this leather is white in color and was invented when vegetable tannins were in short supply during the Second World War. Hmm. Melamine and other amino functional resins fall into this category as well, and they provide the filling that modern leathers often require. Uh, there's alum tanned leather, uh, which is transformed using aluminum salts mixed with a variety of binders and protein sources such as flour and egg yolk. Hmm. Alum tanned leather is technically not tanned, as tannic acid is not used, <laughs> and the resulting materials revert to rawhide if soaked in water long enough to remove the uh, alum salts. So, if you buy alum tanned weather, leather, you could just leave it in water and then it would become <laughs> what it was before. Huh. Which is not the worst outcome, I don't think. Yeah. Depending on how durable hide is in and of itself. Uh, rawhide is made by scraping the skin thin, soaking it in lime, and then stretching it while it dries. Like alum tanning, rawhide is not technically leather, citation needed, but <laughs> is usually lumped in with the other forms, citation needed. Rawhide is stiffer and more brittle than other forms of leather. It is primarily found in uses such as on drum heads and parchment, where it does not need to flex a whole lot. It is also cut up into cords, for use in lacing or stitching and making many varieties of dog shoes. So this is like your shoelaces that are yep. those fancy ones. They're nice like, and made out of string leather. Yeah. And you're like, heck yeah. And then they break. Yeah. <laughs> now, leather, usually vegetable tanned, can be oiled to prove its improve its water resistance. Mm. The currying process after tanning supplements the natural oils remaining in the leather itself, which can be washed out through repeated exposure to water. Russia leather was an important international trade good for centuries. Citation needed. But also has another Also citation. has a citation. <laughs> <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> right there. Uh, frequent oiling of leather with mink oil, Neatsfoot neats oil, What's a neat's foot? I know what a mink I is. Know. I think. Neat's foot. I think foot. a mink. Yeah, neat's foot. You or, just find the nicest looking feet and oil say them up. Those are neat, <laughs> and then oil them up. Uh, or a similar material keeps it supple and improves its lifespan dramatically. Leather with the hair still attached is called hair on. <laughs> 
citation needed. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to need a citation on that one. Oh, boy. I don't know if I believe that leather with the hair on is called hair on. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do some uh, editing here. Mm-hmm. About that time. It's, uh, let's see. Where was that one? Where's the tan tan? Is that in the rose oil? Rose tanned leather tan. <laughs> rose tanned leather tan, rose tan clan. <laughs> rose tan leather tan for the band Si Wu Tang clan. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> That's what we need to do. We need to just put these things where we find egregious errors and not yeah. fix the errors that we, that we found. I'm going to do a preview of this one. Just make sure I did it right. I can find the preview button. Ooh, visual editing. And uh, Okay, so this will be the real test. Because the article on leather... I feel like it is that's a proper, pretty, that's a pretty substantial uh, thing. You reference that a fair amount of the time. I would have to say. So if it stays in there, now granted we are kind of hiding it a little bit and putting it into sort of a almost rhyme scheme, <laughs> which I think is just that much more appropriate, really. Right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> uh, let's see. Save those changes. <laughs> if only there were a way <laughs> to take the citation needed things, and instead of in citation needed, I would just put, I would totally just put the link Wu Tang Clan <laughs> as in that little tiny, <laughs> tiny uncapitalized <laughs> exponent type text. That would be the best thing. Just instead of citation needed, Wu Tang. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want to make happen. I wonder. Ultimately. I wonder if that's possible. Let's. I'm Let's just gonna see. Try it. I want to see what, really the, what the what the citation needed looks like in that form. Okay. Well, I've saved the the other edit. Okay. Great. Um. Let's see. Where is the citation needed? Ah, there it is. So, hmm. It's in a different kind of brackets. Usually means it. Mm. Well, okay. I'm gonna change it and then do a preview. See what it looks like if I put in Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. How does it look? Uh, I don't think. I don't think it's gonna be up in the little. Uh, Little Where tiny you, uh... Well, I, I just previewed it for myself just to see what it would look like. I okay. I put I put in the other um, the rose, other rose tan, tan yeah. leather tan. Rose tan and leather tan. I have Wu Tang Clan. Um, rose tan leather tan for the band C Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> 
That just reads so well. It just rolls right off the tongue. You know somebody's right. gonna come across the leather article and they're gonna be reading along and, then and be like, like wait, tan. Wait, that's what? interesting. Hold on, huh? <laughs> wait, what did I do? <laughs> That's great. I love. I love how it just sneaks up on you, and we just keep on rolling with the whole, the whole sentence. Because you could just keep reading that sentence. Rose tan, leather tan for the Bansi Wu Tang Clan leaves a powerful rose fragrance even years from when it is manufactured. I think it work. I think it works great. It's brilliant. Yeah. You just keep on plowing right through it. Um, let's see. Sight. No, let's see. I think I think our goal of this podcast now is to get banned by Wikipedia, and that will be how we know that we can end our podcast. Yep. Like that's that's now the quest by by the hand of the Wu Tang Clan. They will they will be the ones that determine whether or not we continue this or or, or not. Ooh, Once our IP address is banned from ever going on to this site again, then we are done. Okay, I think I have an idea of how to um, get Wu-Tang Clan into uh, the little brackets like um, like that other thing. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so I'm going to try see what this looks like. All right, I just need to add in the little brackets. Uh, by the way, the tag for making it um, up in the uh, little... superscript mm. is the tag SUP. <laughs> SUP! 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 And then slash SUP at the end. Slash SUP. 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 Alright, so slash let's sup. see if this looks right. Uh, no, okay. So I need to take off those. Alright, so they won't be in brackets, but it will be a link. I'm gonna save the changes here. Um I'm just writing in typo for the what I changed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay, let's see, see if we can just, find it. Yeah. <laughs> So good. Okay. All right. That's satisfying. Like, so, it doesn't even need to have the brackets. Yep. <laughs> so, leather with the hair still attached is called hair on. Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> that's, the, that's the source. <laughs> that's perfect. That's beautiful. All right. Great. You don't even have to go to the bottom to see what that source is. Nope. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know from the onset, yep. Wu Tang Clan. Oh. <laughs> oh, it is a great day for the internet. Okay. Well, uh, from here, the uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. There is a couple. There are a couple of things that uh, 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 I still want to look at in this article really quick. Uh, there are a lot of leathers that you wouldn't expect. I mean, you've got top grain leather, which is common in uh, higher end leather products, has the second highest leather quality. Full grain is not uh, sanded, buffed, or snuffed. 
To remove any imperfections, the grain remains along the fiber strength and durability. Uh, the grain also has breathability, so it's the best, uh, uh, most useful leather. And then there's corrected grain where they, you know, they, they, they sand it, they make it work. And then split is created from the fibrous part of the hide left once the top grain of the raw hide has been separated from the hide. Uh, so that's your thicker, worse stuff. Now, those mm. are used to usually create suede and things like that. So your slippers, that kind of stuff. Um, but less common leathers include buckskin or brained leather, uh, which we already went over. Leather that is made by way of squishing a bunch of brains <laughs> on top of the skin. There is patent leather, uh, which is leather that has been given a high-gloss finish. Uh, invented in Newark, New Jersey in 1818 by Seth Boyden. And then there's fish leather. It's popular for its motifs and its pigmentation, mainly used for making shoes and bags. The fish skin is tanned like other animal skins. The species used include salmon, perch, sturgeon, wolf fish, cod, eel, tilapia, Chagrin and shark. So, hmm. uh, that's kind of really Fish weird. Leather. Yeah, I've never. I don't think I've heard of that. I mean, I feel like maybe I've heard of shark skin stuff, but not in like a leather context. I always thought it was the color of a suit. Mm. I've never yeah. heard it in like the actual shark skin. Like, <laughs> who wears the skin of a shark around? Oh well. Okay, so. The shark leather is different from shark skin, which says here, do not confuse with shark skin, a woven textile product. No in parentheses. So apparently... (laughs) (laughs) The rest of this article Uh, is now in parentheses. I don't know. I feel like that deserves... (laughs) (laughs) Here we go again. If any of these survive, that's going to be... Like, if we just go hog wild on this one article and see if any of them survive, it's just going to be a matter of, like, is anybody does anybody even care anymore? Is, uh, as long as it's inoffensive, <laughs> is it okay that it just is not right? Like, is it fine now? Is that the new standard? I don't know. Maybe I'll leave that one alone. I've done enough to this article. Maybe, yeah, yeah. You, you, you wrecked house, man. You did good work, though. This was, this was quality, quality time. Uh... And, of course, there's also goat skin, deer skin, nubbuck, napa leather, and bicast leather. Leather split with some polyurethane in there, uh, which is kind of nasty. <laughs> but it was originally created by Bayer. That's strange. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's like a medicine pouch or something? Maybe, yeah. Huh. I don't know. All right, so where do we want to go here or do we want to just leave on a high note with our uh, high text <laughs> above Wu-Tang clans and uh, our crazy fish leather yeah I think we can I think we can satisfactorily walk away from this with our crazy fish leather and our brief but beautiful shout outs <laughs> to the legends of music, which are the Wu Tang Clan. Yep. I feel I feel pretty solid about it. I feel about as solid as a rawhide. 
Some of it is an un unsoaked rawhide. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. One of just yeah, we're rawhide that's stayed away from the water. Yeah, I feel like unrained on vegetable tanned leather. <laughs> Feels soft and supple. <laughs> and not dried out or squishy. <laughs> Alright, well so there you have it from blazer to leather. And uh yeah. Not a leather blazer, though. Not a leather blazer. That That's probably one Never. fabric that you wouldn't see in a blazer. In a blazer, yeah. Might, you might see it on a sports coat, but... Uh, that technically would be allowed. I and guess. that's the difference between <laughs> I, probably <laughs> anything. <laughs> it's anybody's guess, really. It's, it's just... <laughs> I don't know anymore. Anybody can make up the rules, probably. I guess. I, I, don't, uh, I don't have any... I... I, I the British... <laughs> They make the rules. Oh yeah, that's it. That's that's the answer. Just mm-hmm. let them do it. They know what's Con- going on. It's too confusing for us. <laughs> it's above our heads. Yep. So uh Yep, I would like to thank Louis Armstrong for our theme song and Manuel Romaine for our outro song. So thanks again for joining us. I was Eric. And I was John. And this was the Wikipedia Chronicles. Can't believe you found out a way to do superscript. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. That's gonna that's just gonna, gonna change the game. <laughs> it really does. I mean, just like because you just take things that were formerly citation need, like people are just gonna breathe right over it. It's great. Yep. Why has nobody done they're this? They're just before? gonna see the superscript and they're just gonna pass it by because they're like, oh, it's oh just citation say, needed. Yeah. Nope. Look closer. <laughs> Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> Ooh, I guess if I could make it italics also, that would be the next thing to do. Oh, it's not it's not italics right now, is it? No. Let me see if I can change that real quick. Although I hate to put in a bunch of edits because then maybe it would draw more that, attention. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just uh Just one more. Yeah. Just gotta go back one last <laughs> time. See if See if we can uh, make a little touch up here. All right, save changes. There we go. Much better. Ah, uh, there it is. Perfect. Completely camouflaged. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. That's proper. That's proper. Roast and leather tanned for the Bansy Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great verse. That's a Sparrows and Flows verse, right? Oh, there. yeah. I have to work that in the next one. 